sin. Say sin. Hallelujah. I say sin is the greatest equalizer. It's the greatest equalizer. So if you study the Bible carefully, Jesus didn't come for Satan. He came for sin. Hallelujah. So why would the Son of God come all the way for one thing called sin? Because that is the thing that would, no matter how high you rise, it can bring you down. So he came to empower us so that we can become all that God wants us to be. Say a big amen. And so the sin issue has been dealt with because sin is what makes you fall short. It means that you will never be adequate. You will never get to the level. You will never be able to rise to the heights that God has purpose for you because of sin. For all have sinned and fallen short of the purpose of the mission, of the assignment, of the glory of God that he has for every one of us. Listen to me. So as long as sin, the sin issue has been dealt with, you have no reason to fail. If the sin issue had not been dealt with, then if you fail, then I know that it's because of sin. But you are not longer under the power of sin because sin has no more dominion over you. So Jesus he died for our sins. Matthew 1 21. And the angel told Joseph, and you shall and she shall conceive a child, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. Why sin? Why did he come all the way for one thing? Sin. So sin is your greatest enemy. Let me hear you, amen. I said sin is your greatest enemy. And today it will be exposed in Jesus' name. So that you will not have any reason in your life to fail because of sin. Because you are falling short. Because you are not adequate. God has made provision for you and I to be enough and to be adequate so that we would experience the glory and the fullness of God. Let me hear you, amen. So you are not going to make excuses for sin anymore because the sin problem, it is finished. I said it is finished. That's what he said, Tetelestai. Is that not it? It is finished. What is finished? The thing he came to do, the same problem he came to solve. He has finished it. Oh. I said he has finished it. Imagine building, building your house, and your house is a 10-bedroom house. And every day you are buying one block. 15 years, 70, you are building. Then one day, I said one day, you have the key to the main door. And the whole house is tiled. And you have your swimming pool and you have your garden you realize that everything is that you can enjoy is that right or wrong so jesus came to finish sin finished it i said finish it lift your hands the sin problem is over the sin problem is over Look at me. Sin is the source of curse. Sin is the source of failure. Sin is the power behind the sin that is not making you rise. No matter how you are trying, you get up there and then you come back. You get up there because you are falling short because of sin. But there's no sin anymore. You become great. You will do great things. Nothing is going to stop you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lift your hands. Let's thank God. For dying on the cross and for rising the third day. Allah si I'm not a victim. I'm no longer a slave to sin. Oh, I am a child of God. I'm no longer a slave.
Bible. Not my mother's Bible. Hallelujah. It is the word of God. It is the word of truth. A working knowledge of it will make me free. I therefore declare, I am free because I read the word, I meditate on the word, and I do what the word says. For the scripture said, who the son makes free is free indeed. Are you free this morning? Hallelujah. Let's go to Romans chapter 3 verse 23. Romans chapter 3 and verse 23 said, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I mean, we lack something. I'm waiting for you. Some are still opening your Bible. I'll wait for you. Amen. That's the reason why we are here. Some of them are in Exodus. They all have sinned and come what? Short of the glory of God. So this was a problem. Everybody was short. I mean, like short, you know. Spiritually, there were no tall people. Everybody was a short man. A short woman, hallelujah. And short people trying to climb this thing is not possible. So we've been jumping, jumping, jumping. But Jesus came to make us tall. Somebody say amen. Come on, I can hear amen. So now let's go to Matthew 1 21. Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. If you are there, say amen. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sin. So you see clearly that Jesus came for sin and sinners. Amen. He came for sin. But he who sins is called a sinner, so he came for a sinner. It is the act that made people sinners. Glory to God. Go to 1 John. 1 John chapter 5, I'll read from verse, chapter 3, I'll read verse, from verse 5, and then read verse 8 as well. 1 John is the last but one or third book from Revelation. Are you there? So 1 John chapter 3 and verse 5, he said, And ye know that he was manifested to take away our world. He was manifested not to show forth his glory, not to manifest his eternal wisdom, that he is the creator of the heaven and earth. He came forth and he was manifested so that he would take away our sins. Not and in him is no word. That means that Jesus had not one sin. Can you believe it? From the day he was born, he couldn't sin. You know why? Because his nature was not sinful. Amen. So he walked on the earth all this time, holy, a savior, who could exchange our sinful nature for his glorious nature? Are you following me? So we know. Say we know. He was manifested to take away our sins. For in him is no sin. So what is this sin? I'll explain. It's nature. Say nature. Let's continue. Let's go to verse 8. He said, he that committed sin is of the devil. Now, look at me, everybody. When we say commit sin, he that makes a culture of sinning, is your father is not God. Hello. I wish I could say it in, in a nicer way. But the truth is that, if you continue to sin, you have a father. <laughs> and that father is not God. You may be singing hymns and praising God and dancing, but the nature you have is not redeemed yet. You need to bo get born again. Either continue in, in sin, it's not of God. If it's not of God, he's of the enemy. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Say destroy. Are you seeing it? Today God will set you free forever. Because some of you here... That is left is something small. You change. Then you're on your way. Satan is afraid of you. That's why he's holding you down with that one thing. But today he will let go. I say he will let go. But the power of the revelation of God's word in Jesus' name. And then you begin to soar high and high and high forever in Jesus' name. I said in Jesus' name. So verse 8 says, 
for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy. Not set aside, but destruction is, you can't put it back together again. That means the thing is blown into smithings and there's nothing you can do to repair it. That will be your story, G. When you escape, there will be no going back. When you come out of that place, God will give you power to stay away in Jesus' name. I said to stay away in Jesus' name. My last scripture, I don't think I'm preaching for long today. Go to uh, 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 23. Not being born of corruptible seed, but incorruptible by the word of God that liveth and abideth forever. Let's go there. 1 Peter is in the Old Testament. Amen. When you get to Genesis 10 left, you see the amen. Glory to God. 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 23. Being born again, come on, say being born again. Not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible why by the word of god which liveth and abideth for for some time for 20 years for 100 years but what for for father have mercy on me these few minutes we have plants truths that will deliver your sin from the grapes and the dark spots in our lives that causes us not to make the progress we need lord let your blood run through this auditorium and every iniquity every power of darkness operating in the life of your saints let it be washed away completely and lord deliver your saints from the power of sin and curses and generational influences and causes and demands in the bloodline father heal the sick today let your people be set free completely in jesus name because we know that you rose up with power. And so we receive that power to walk right in the name of Jesus. Somebody say a big amen. Come on, I can hear your amen. Thank you very much for standing for that long. Can you take your seats? Hallelujah. I've, I've, I've realized that the reason why sometimes we don't get to the heights that we have to get to. Or the reason why we don't at heights or places in life is because of what I just talked about. The problem of sin. When I say sin, I'm talking about a nature. Say nature. Sin. There are sins and there are sin. Sins is a product of sin. Sin is one. When Adam disobeyed God in his mind, he was thought that he was going to get wiser. Because he felt that God had lied to him. Because a liar came to tell him and said, look, God doesn't want you to be like him. God is keeping something from you. And if he really loves you, he would have told you everything. Why is he hiding this thing from you? Why has he not told you the whole truth? But there was nothing that God hid from Adam. And so when the tempter came to him and said, look, there's this particular kind of tree. When you eat of it, you, you become like God. You, 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 you have the independence you need, you know. You, you have the independence that you want. So God created Adam so that God could have fellowship with him. Because he said, let us make man in our own image, in our likeness. God's intention was to have fellowship with us. So if you read the book of Genesis, every now and then, the Lord will come into the garden and have fellowship with Adam. Are you seeing it? After some time, I thought maybe Adam felt he was getting bored. So he needed a new adventure, a new experience. You know, Satan always has a way of throwing you the bait so you can take the bait and leave your place of safety, your place of security, your place of power, and your place of anointing. Because he knows that as long as you remain in that place, he cannot touch you. So every now he'll be throwing you bait, he'll be throwing you things, you know, like it's better on the other side. The grass is greener 
after the fence. And somehow we always are looking for something because we think that we are missing out on something. You are not missing out on anything. Look, Adam had the best deal with God, but when the enemy told him that, look, if you eat of this tree, you become independent. And it was true. Because as soon as Adam partook of that fruit, he became self-conscious. And that is when his nature was changed. So when we say sin, we are talking about a nature that is not what we used to have. So sin is a nature that is falling. It's a nature that cannot attain. It's a nature that struggles. So what made it worse? After man had fallen, God introduced himself. When he introduced himself, he said, I'm God, I'm holy. These are my attributes. Thou shalt not lie. Thou shalt not steal. Ah, the matter was worse. Because man in that state, he couldn't even take care of himself. Much more ascend to be and to obey God. It was impossible. So as soon as the law of God, the law of God is who God is. God was just telling the children of Israel, this is who I am. If you want to have fellowship with me, this is what you must do. I don't like liars. I don't like people who blackmail each other. I don't like people. But whilst God was telling them these things, they were saying, hey, Samabal, we now we have not seen ourselves top already. Now we are seeing who God is. How are we ever going to attain? So when the law was introduced, sin became crazy. Now the people, they knew. Are you following what I'm teaching you? Because until law, there's no sin. If there's no law in Ghana that says that if you jump a story building and you survive, you'll be jailed. If you jump a story building and you survive, you will not be jailed because there's no law. If there was no law against stealing in Ghana, policemen cannot arrest. Because there's no law that says if you steal, you should be arrested. If you so if you steal and you got it, you are free. So what makes law is because God was showing who he he was to us. And so law, when the law came, it began to make us see the holiness of God. Say, no, challenge this thing. So because our nature had fallen now, we couldn't help ourselves much more obey God. Because the fallen nature, automatically we want to be independent. That is the first nature of fallen man. So immediately, Adam saw they were naked. They wanted to clean themselves. They started blaming other people. It made them self-conscious and they lost God's image, God's nature. So when Bible said all have sinned, it was Adam's sin. That's why Jesus was the only one who could redeem us because no man could. Why? Because your nature is sinful. Your DNA structure has the pattern of sin inscribed in it. You know, you can wash a cloth or a piece of cloth very well. And you know, sometimes if you put maybe some sobolo or one of those inks here, you can wash it, but when you hang it, you see the traces of sin. So in our DNA structure, no matter how holy you are, no matter how good you are, your natural self, when we put you under the microscope, we will see the pattern, the DNA structure of sin. Rebellion is there. That's why, that's why nobody can save themselves. You can live a holy life, not eat meat all the days of your life. Your DNA structure will betray you. So when you see people aspiring to be holy men, they are wasting their time. Your blood, your blood flow, your, your blood DNA is contaminated with sin. So Bible said, and we know that he was manifested to take away our sin. Why? Because in him there was no sin. So what did Jesus deliver us from? He delivered us from a nature that is amenable and loves sin, loves darkness, loves evil. You don't have to train a child to know evil. Even by growing up, you see a little child lying. Where did he get it from? Can you imagine? I saw a picture of a little goat. It was on the internet. I know what I saw. A little goat. He had, a, he had his bowl and he was eating his grass. 
And then the cow too was here. And the cow too was eating his, minding his own business and eating his grass. This goat, little goat, he was eating his grass and he lived, he stopped to look at the cow. Then he went and headed the cow. I'm telling you. And then you know what? He, he started eating his food. What if he eat? He kicked his bucket. Even goats, they know how to do evil. You are eating your food. Somebody's also eating their food. Why? Why? I'll send you the picture. <laughs> so, this is the nature of man. So even goats can be like that. How about man who has a soul and can think? So Bible said man's invention was evil every day. In other words, when man sit down and he's planning, all he's planning is evil. How can I take more money from the government? How can I steal from my wife? What can, how can I do to increase every thought of man was evil? So if you live a natural man, and you know what the humanists say, when I say humanists, the progressives, you know this world, we are getting to a crazy dimension. Humanists say that man is essentially good, so they don't need God. Bible says that man is wicked, cannot save himself, and he needs a savior. So people like the United Nations, other things, they, 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 the humanity, they say, look, man is essentially good. Man is not good. Man is wicked. I say man is wicked. How many good people have you seen in your life? How many wicked people have you seen in your life? Somebody say he doesn't love you anymore. You take a knife, you kill the person. Is that good? You see a 12-year-old girl. 11-year-old girl, you rape her. Is that good? So how can they say that man is good? So all the progressives in this life, their argument is that man is essentially good. And because man is essentially good, we don't need any God to come into our space. Bible says that you are wicked, you and me, by nature. Come on, say naughty by nature. Have you, have you heard that rap good before? Naughty by nature. I mean, we are naughty. We just like trouble. We can't think of anything good. Our good thoughts are just evil. Everything we do is bad. Badness everywhere. That is the nature of man. So that is the nature that man got when we sinned. Come on, say sin. Uh, I'm just saying when we fell short, when we thought that we were wiser than God, as soon as Adam ate that tree, everybody was affected, including you and me. Amen. So in our DNA structure, we carry the nature of Adam. So when Jesus came, Jesus didn't carry the nature of Adam. And he was the only one who could change our nature. Ah, I feel like preaching. He could change our nature because sin is a nature. When your nature is changed, sin has no more power over you. I said over you. I said over you. The devil is a liar. And so is his mother-in-law. When the enemy tells you, oh, as for boni di embatani pahon. Boni di embatani pahon. Embata, batani pahon. Embatani pahon, embatani Come on, let me hear amen. You know, we, we've, we've conjured cliches and statements that justify our old nature. But the old man is dead. I'm a new man now. Why do you keep referring me to the old nature? As for sin here, yeah, we cannot stop. Who told you that? Come on, I said, who told you that? You don't have that nature. Hey, if you catch this message, you begin to rise in Jesus' name. Your life will begin to change. Let me hear your amen. Glory to God. So, Jesus came to deal with the old nature. And the old nature is in the blood. And so, by Jesus shedding his blood, he was replacing our DNA convoluted nature to a nature that is akin to God, thinks like God, loves God, can pray, can love righteousness, and can do righteous things. So when you got born again, you have power to be alive to God. Oh, the born again thing is no joke. It's a serious thing. Let me hear you, amen. It's a serious thing. Glory to God. First Peter chapter 1, I think verse 15. He said, but as he who hath called you is holy, be ye holy in your conversation. When we say conversation, 
He's not talking about your language. He's talking about your, the way you live your life. Conversation is your citizenship. As he who has called you is holy. So when God sent his son Jesus to die for you, he was bringing you out of the miry clay, the cesspool of sin, into a place where you can be holy. Hallelujah. So he said, as he who had called you, so be ye. Now, then the next verse, 16, I think, he said, as the scripture said, be ye holy for I. Come on, say I. Come on, say I. Why would God tell us to be holy when he knows that we cannot? Wouldn't that be an unfair God, a callous God, a God who doesn't know our nature? How can you tell me to be something that I cannot? And God is not a man that he should lie. The son of man that he should repent. So when God says that by his new nature, he empowers you, you can live above sin. Believe it. I said believe it. Be ye holy for I'm holy. So he's calling us to a place of holiness. When I say holiness, don't get funny pictures. I'm talking about you being whole, one piece. Your words and your actions as one. Let me hear amen. You cannot be acting one way and the next moment you are acting another way. We can't tell you because Monday you can be different. Wednesday you can be like Jackie Chan. Friday you can be like Rambo. Saturday you can be like... So God is calling you. Say God is calling you. Hey, your calling is a calling to holiness. Who has called us as saints? Come on, say saints. Who are saints? Saints are holy people. This jazz about Pony Batanipaho is a lie from the pit of hell. Today we are burying it. And the holy man is rising in the name of Jesus. I say he's rising in the name of Jesus. Who told you that you can stay without being angry? You can't. Some people they can't. When the thing comes on there, they begin to vibrate. Their anger is in their fingers like that. But you can choose not to be angry. Why? Because you have a nature. So the thing God is asking of you is not something that is big. Like something we have never seen before. Hey, you are going up. I said you are going up. Oh, I know where I'm going this morning. The next verse. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, but by the precious blood of Christ from your conversations which was given to you or you received from your fathers. In the verse 20, in my office for three years, when I come back, I will see that this metal piece has reacted with the oxygen and an oxidization is taking place. You see rust all over the jewel. That is corruptible. Let me hear amen. So when we say something is corruptible, Bible even compares it with gold. Gold is not even corruptible. But when it comes to your salvation, God is saying that you are not redeemed with things that is like gold. Gold doesn't react. Do you know why gold can stay there forever? It doesn't react with anybody. It will not react with nitrogen. It will not react with oxygen. If you bring nitrogen, it will not. You just stay cool like that. But you never react. Basa basa. See, anytime you are reacting, reacting, you are being corroded. Oxidization is taking place and you are getting rust. So, gold, it doesn't react. You do everything, it's just cool. You count 100 years, it's still gold. Come on, let me hear you, man. Stop reacting in the name of Jesus. Reacting to the news, reacting what this one is saying, reacting what the one is saying, reacting what the one is saying, and you are like a headless chicken running around Basar like that because you are always reacting. May you be cool like gold in Jesus' name. But Bible said we are not even redeemed with gold, but by the blood of Christ. They said not be redeemed corruptible, but incorruptible by the way. Come on, say the word of God. Who is the word? Who is the word? Jesus is the word. John 1 verse 1. In the beginning was, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. And all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made. That was made. In him was light. And that life was the light of men, and that light shines in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. 
Come on. I said, come on. If you go to verse 4, he said, and the word became flesh. The word became what? So Jesus was the word fleshed out. And the word is incorruptible. You cannot, you cannot corrupt the man. Come on, let me hear amen. If you are incorruptible, you are incorruptible. There's nothing. Look, if my son comes here right now, he has my DNA structure. You go to heaven and come. You jump say, I'm not his father. I'm not his uncle. When they put him under the, the machine, you say, he's your father. Are you seeing what I'm saying? That's why these days, men are getting worried. When they see their children behave, mm. and so, Kofi, let's go and eat ice cream here. That's why eating the ice cream, you just, oh, can you, oh, you, then your, your spittle on the, you just take it. Finally go to the laboratory, Medilab. Kale, the way this woman, <laughs> I'm not sure this child, how do we know? It's in their DNA. So, no matter what, it cannot lie. Let me hear you, man. So, the man goes and finds out, hey, I hear you may go, 12 years. Oh, my God, hallelujah. Somebody gave somebody three children. Hey, some women are wicked, though. Three children. None of them was professional. I mean, master player. May God deliver you from strange women. Let me hear you, amen. God deliver you from strange men in the name of Jesus. Come and tell you, oh, baby, I'm pregnant. It's not you. <laughs> you are the cover case, hallelujah. Because you hold the Bible and you speak in tongues, you say, oh, let me pin this one on this guy because he's a very responsible man. May God deliver you in the name of Jesus. So the DNA, it cannot lie. It's there. If you say it's not there, the test will prove that it's there. Are you following me? So Jesus, he doesn't have our sinful nature. And Bible said that the word became flesh. Say flesh. Say it again. So Jesus walking on the earth was the word manifested in the flesh. There's nothing about him that was sinful. Even if you say he sinned, he cannot sin. You see, when Bible says you cannot sin, some of you say, oh, but Bible, but how can you say we cannot sin? Oh, that scripture is not biblical. When Bible says you cannot sin, he's saying that your nature is not amenable to sin. Hear me again. Your new nature cannot sin because, let me tell you, if I have a seed, the seed will produce the tree and the fruits. If the seed is wrong, if I say, look, give me uh, guava seed and you give me pear seed, they all look alike. And I plant the seed. The seed can never become pear tree because what you gave me is guava. It's just a matter of time. I'll begin to see the guava coming out. Are you seeing what I'm saying? So you cannot hide. So when God says that your new nature does not sin, he's saying that it is the, the roots. Say roots. Say it again. Your root nature is not sin. Oh, hallelujah. Shout amen if you hear what I said. Shout it again. So me, my root is not sin. So I can't continue in sin. Ah, it's as simple as that. Pigs love the mud. If you heard the story of the monkey who was trained for three years, Monkey was trained to match with the, with the army on a great day of parade. The man trained three years. The monkey, they trained him, taught him the guy had mastered the art. So on that great parade day, everybody was attention, standing at ease. The president was standing there and come and see the monkey. The monkey was acting. Everybody was clapping for the monkey. Hey, monkey! Leading a whole detachment like that. Wow! Then somebody was selling banana in the, in the crowd somewhere. How do you say banana in Ghana? This disciplined monkey, as soon as he saw the banana, he dropped the staff and started jumping like a monkey. He, he forgot that he was leading a squad and jumped. It is the monkey's nature when he sees Akwadu. Are you seeing what I'm saying? So no matter how you try the monkey, as soon as he sees Akwadu, it will change. Same thing. If you don't have the nature of sin, when you see Akwadu, it will not do you anything. So God is telling me to tell you this morning that the day you gave your life to Christ, you have a new nature. I say you have a new nature. 
That nature does not love sin. It, it just, it loves gospel music. It loves church. It loves preaching. It loves talking about prayer. It loves reading the word. It loves helping people. It loves doing good things. That nature does not do evil. That nature does not conspire evil. That nature is not amenable to. So anytime you are doing those things, eh, you, are, you are pressing on your new nature. Let it come up alive in Jesus' name. Let it come up alive in Jesus' name. So you have a new nature. You don't have any sin. You don't have any iniquity. Iniquity is the culmination of many, many sins as a result of stubbornness, uh, aswording, trophy aswording. When, when they tell you don't do something and you keep doing it, you are graduating from sins into iniquity. Iniquity is what bent you like that. I can't stand straight. They put you, you stand like that. That means you have done it. Ah, the thing has bent you like that. Iniquity. Iniquity. It will destroy you. Listen, some of you here, you have a great future. Listen, God wants to do great things with you. You have to deal with that same nature. That thing you like doing. You say, Pastor, this one, I can't stop. Because you've done it. Ah, it has become iniquity. You cannot... It's, you are, you are it's obs- obsessive. What do you call it? I call it what do you call it? Yeah. Like obsessive action that you do automatically. Because you've done it. Ah, now you have graduated to iniquity. Don't let anybody tell you that. Body no be wood. Body no be firewood. Oh, people, why can you say such a thing? They are saying it on social media. You two, you are quoting it. Body no be firewood. God lives inside of you. Say, as for, as for this body there, it has to. No. I, I knew a home cell leader many years ago. He died. Now, I'm warning you. Let's look at me, everybody. Sin is not joking with you. He died. He told me, as a new believer, he can't stay without sex for two weeks. So I said, hey, are you married? Oh, no. Two weeks. Come on, I'm preaching. Look at me, everybody. For some of you here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey. Let me hear you, man. He says he walked 33 years. Do you ever hear him say that? Uh, you, are, you are 19. You are starting, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus walked this earth. He was cool. Even the woman who came to broke the alabaster oil on his feet. He was using her hair. Jesus' his face was cool. You, somebody put their hair on your head. Hallelujah. Say, Pastor, I need me honored in the Say, she's her long hair. Natural, not this, not we go. Like her hair and kasa. And was using it to rub Jesus' feet. Bible says he was tempted in all points, yet without sin. Let me hear you, amen. I want you to kill this thing once and for all. Shout amen if you heard me. But you see, Satan is not joking with you. Hey, now nobody knows you. Very soon, God will lift you up. And that thing you've been doing, you'll be grown like that. When everybody is gone, you start doing it. One day, somebody comes to the office. You act like he didn't see you. Just, oh, sorry, gone. Are you a great man, great woman? You have a freak that is going to destroy you and bring you down. Are you hearing me today? If I had some freak on, do you think you'll be here? Don't you think you would have found out by now? Come on, can, you, can, I, can I hear an amen or something like that? If there's a secret in my life, by now you will know. You will know. I say, Charlie Moon, watch it, Pastor. Or a dangerous pastor. is a man. or a senior pastor. Or be able to say a gambler. They bring a young lady to you. Hey, you can't trust this man with this young girl. Hey, you are in big trouble. God says that. He destroyed that sin nature so you can be free. Let me hear a loud amen. amen. I didn't hear your amen. amen. I didn't hear your amen. amen. This watered-down Christianity, we say, we can sin and confess. You, you understand what that scripture says? I'm not talking about, I'm, I'm talking about body sins. I'll, I'll come to the, the sins of the soul. Jealousy, envy, bitterness. You know, you look so harmless, but a beast of envy. When you see somebody's thing, you are shaking, you are getting epilepsy. It's inside there. Today, I cast it out in Jesus. Do you know what?
what the Bible said? You know when the blood forgives us, as he said, if we say we walk in light, then we have fellowship with one another in the blood of Jesus. So the blood of Jesus washing you when you are in light. How can you be full of envy, huh? jealousy, bitterness, unforgiveness? These are the things God came to save us from. Don't say I cannot forgive. Who are you? What is your father's name? They ask for you, you can't forgive. When they open your book in heaven, the wickedness you have done, you'll be shocked. Because a lot of the time, the people who refuse to forgive, they are worse. When you start pointing at you, say, oh, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know. You realize that it was God's mercy that saved you. Are you following me this morning? So church, let's bury this thing. It was buried. When Jesus arose, it didn't get up with him. The old man, the old nature, he died in the grave. He left it there. All our sins were upon him. He died. He didn't come out with it. Don't leave this service with anger, frustration, bitterness, envy, confusion, jealousy, all manner of evil. We are not seeing it because you don't fornicate, but you are dark, your heart. Jesus is saying he came to take that nature. Come on, say nature. Because the nature of a natural man is envy. Jealous. You don't want to see anybody rise. You, you not, look, if anybody tells you they are happy for you, watch it well. Yes, let me repeat what I say. If anybody tell, I'm not talking about church. I'm talking about the people outside. As for you, the are holy. Come on, say amen. If I come and tell you, oh, I'm going to London. I have a visa. I'm going to London for holidays. And I'm going to sleep at the, what's the, the nicest hotel in London? Okay, let's say New York. You're going to Waldorf Astoria. You're going to have a nice time. Human being, they cannot happy for you. If they are not born again. But if they are born again, they should be happy for you. Am I talking to somebody here? We are telling you, I'm going to New York. I'm going to World of Astoria. No, we are happy for you in your heart. Black, black, black. They wish you something, your leg will break. The day you are going to the plane. It's a nature. Come on, say nature. It's wickedness. I said it's wickedness. But God has delivered you from it. That's why in this place, when I tell you something, you should rejoice with me because you to your own is coming. Uh, let me try the choir. I said your own is also coming. Somebody is getting married. Charlie, do it from. Don't go and over polish yourself. Somebody is doing what? Polishing more than the bride. The person who is doing the wedding, you, you the bride, so you have over polished. You want to shine outside. The bride is taking two hours to polish. You have taken two hours, 30 minutes to polish. Is it your day? <laughs> is it your day? Ah, why? Why? I should never. Why? 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 Glory to God. So, your old nature is no more. Let me hear your amen. Go to Ephesians chapter 4 verse 24. And I'll read your last scripture and then we'll be close. Are you following what I'm teaching you this morning? Let's, let us be happy for each other. I said, let's be happy for each other. Somebody sings better than you. Celebrate them so that their grace will also come on you. Amen. Somebody can preach more than you. Celebrate them so that God can also remember you and bless you. Let's, it's only in the, look, the church is the last hope. That's why Satan wants to invade this place with his darkness, gossip, witchcraft, jealousy, envy. These are soul, sins of the soul. God said that nature is not your nature. I said that nature is not your nature. I said that nature is not your nature. In the name of Jesus Christ. You cannot continue in darkness. You are not a sinner. I am not a sinner. I may trip, but it's not intentional. Like my year magic said, because year born in. We are not my cousin. Lord, forgive me. That's what some of you do. You don't understand grace. And that he put on the new man. Put on what? Put on what? Put on what? Put on what? So you have the old man here. No. Give me your jacket. Thank you. You're very spiritual. Now, I'm not saying his jacket is the old man. I'm just using that as an example. Hallelujah. So this is your old nature. When you were born, you came with it. Red. Your old nature. You are envious, jealous, can sin without blinking your eyes. Can lie like an angel. <laughs> this is how you came. You have mastered sin already. Just say, Eddie Wo, be a star. 
And that he put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Now, some of you, this is what you are doing. You have this one on. You have added this one. Still, Bonnie de Batani So, so, sometimes you are this, sometimes you are that, sometimes you are this, sometimes. You can change because you didn't remove this man, no. You didn't remove this man. This man is alive inside you. So a lot of us, this is how we are. When you come to church, this is what we see. When you go to the market on Tuesday, you show the red. And then you are singing gospel hymns. But what did the Bible say? It said that he put on the new man. Eh? He said old wine, new wine in old bottle will break the bottle. Is that what he said? And if you are patching the cloth and you patch the old cloth with the new cloth, it will tear. So in other words, this and this, they cannot coexist. They cannot what? They cannot what? They cannot what? The day you gave your life to Christ. Lord, forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with your precious blood. From today, I take on your new nature. Sin has no more dominion over me. You are not wearing this, oh. Bible says that you must put on the new nature. That means do it. I am not a sin. I'm not susceptible. I don't make sin a habit. I have power over it. I am so pretty. So you go, you put on the new nature. This one, you wait. Come on, say amen. Come on, say amen. They say you are a womanizer. No, I'm not. The old man died. The old me is dead. You can change life. God has given us power life. This is what he did for us on Calvary. He finished sin. He finished it. He finished sin completely. So you don't continue with sin. Ah, come on, say amen. Why should you be struggling like the unbeliever? Just, you know, it's hormones. Hormones. What's the name of that hormone? The one that bonds a baby to mother and bonds. Some things I want to say, but oxytocin, yes. It's a hormone. If a man... Some of you don't understand why you are attached to this guy. Jimmy Wei. You know this girl, she has four boyfriends, but you are falling like a fool. You know, it's oxytocin. She, she took you to a place. I say what I drink. If a man does that to you, same thing. It's, it's chemical movement, hormones. Now you are stuck there. Oh, I don't know what to do. You're a fool. God says, put on the new man. Shout amen. Shout amen. Shout amen. You can walk away if you want. Why? Because you have power now. Jesus rose from the dead. I said he rose from the dead. I said he rose from the dead. I said he rose from the dead. Death could not keep him. Hell could not keep him. Sin could not keep him. So why is sin keeping you? Today I release you. I'm closing. First John. This is the danger. First John chapter 5 verse 18. He that is born of God Sin that not. Uh, you see, you see again. He that is born of God, sin that not. In other words, your mother who gave birth to you, you took your mother's nature, your father's nature. Is that not it? He that was born by Jesus. Jesus gave birth to you in the delivery world. You have the nature of Jesus. It's as simple as that. Are you following me? So you have the nature. So you cannot sin. I said you cannot sin. I mean, you cannot make a habit of sin, sin every day. No, you cannot. Hello? Are you following what I'm saying? You cannot. It's, 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 it's not. Because the one who gave birth to you, Jesus, you have his nature. And he was sinless. Now the next verse, he said, And he that is begotten of God keepeth himself. Say, I'm keeping myself. Come on, say, I'm keeping myself. Say it again. Huh. And then the next verse, the continuation, he said, And that wicked one toucheth him not. You know a lot of the source of your problems 
you went with your eyes open. A lot of the issues you are dealing with. Bible said if you are born of God, you don't sin. And if you are begotten of God, you keep yourself because you have an enemy. I said you have an enemy. You can be watching pornography and then you become suddenly addicted. He said, and that he keepeth himself and that wicked one. So he's, when I checked the meaning of attach, touched him. He's saying that demon spirits, they are always looking for people to attach themselves. But when you keep yourself, they can't come. I said they can't come. I said they can't come. I said they can't come. When you open the door, they are, you know the number of angels there are, and one third of them are not in heaven. There are trillions of demon spirits all over, looking for a place to attach. Five-star accommodation, which is you, a child of God. If he gets a pig and he gets a man, he will attach himself. It's like living in the best accommodation ever. Bible said, put it on the scripture for me. 5 verse 18. 1 John 5 and 8. We know that whosoever is born of God, sinneth not. Why he sins not is because he hasn't got the sinful nature. Say amen. Say amen. But he that is begotten of God keeps himself. And that wicked one touches him not. Look, the enemy is looking for opportunity to destroy you. He will not get it. He will not get it. In the name of Jesus. When you keep yourself, demonic activity ceases in your life. You don't need to pray in tongues. Keep yourself. You don't need an all night. Keep yourself. Demons cannot torture you. They cannot touch you. They have nothing with you, so they won't come to you. They will go to your next door neighbor. Who has opened the door by her like that? And then they will flood in. Stand on your feet. Look, when I saw this scripture, I said, hey, God, thank you for saving me. I don't owe this church any money. The church owes me money. The accountant is there. He owes me how much? <laughs> like me, go and take church money and chop. Hey, are you kidding me? Touch me not. You don't got to curse my children's children. Sometimes you go free by your great great grandchildren to suffer. Hey, hallelujah. Charlie, I'm watchful. Oh. I fear God. I said, I fear God. I want you to pray to God. That thing eh, is dying today in the name of Jesus. Some of you here, you are afraid that we will get to know your secrets. Today, that secret is destroyed in the name of Jesus. Because when Satan brings it up, you are not, you are not doing it from doing here. And it's, it's now history. It's under the blood. I said it's under the blood. I said it's under the blood.